0: Hillman, and this is what I think. This morning, I woke up, and I think had the least amount of things to do than I re- in recent memory. I'm not even joking. Lisa and the kids were gone. Basketball camp. My eldest daughter was down back down in Berkeley for the weekend visiting friends I woke up took the dogs out made myself just and just a cup of coffee that is it's newsworthy I mean it's 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 to that level in the Aeropress Fre- fresh roasted I'm not saying that um, fantastic sat there in bed and just I don't even know I was like hmm just twiddled twiddle the thumbs uh, actually twiddled them figuratively but also literally i was like what 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 what, i've never actually actually twiddled my thumbs and it's it's not a good way to pass the time the editor and publisher of my well the publisher of my new book and the editor who was freelance but just got hired by the publisher have like everything they need i I, there was there will be one more draft for me to look at but we're getting very close but there's nothing i can do about that like it's there until i hear back from them very weird very weird So I kind of just, you know, now this week also kind of light. Also, except that my car got hit while in a parking lot now parked. Now that's, it happens. I have it twice in the last six months, two times the last six months, my car has been not moving and been hit two times. And here's what bothers me about that whole model. And this is important, like globally. My feeling is that when you, if you're not, if you're, if you get hit and it's not your fault, whether your car's moving or not, but if you're, if you get hit and it's not your fault at all, like clearly, clearly this is not my fault. It wasn't, it wasn't in the car. My approach is that a British gent should show up like a valet and just take your car, give you another one to use. And he'll be like, listen, I'm going to, tell." he'll be British in my brain. Um, i'm going to take your car and get an estimate and i'll be back in touch with (laughs) you know like that kind of thing why do i have to then go through the hassle i'm driving my car around to get estimates i wasn't in the car it should be taken care of by progressive geico whoever the hell they should be like let's listen i don't want any you shouldn't have to invest any amount of time because this had nothing to do with you we're so sorry we'll take care of everything your car will come back completely fixed you didn't you don't have to drive around getting estimates nothing it's all on us. Mm. So that's what life does. I was like, I have a light week. This is pretty good. Friday, driving up to get an estimate. How's everybody doing? Thanks and show notes to everybody. Good lord, huh? Cool. Yeah. Patreoners, and there's a small stepper special of co- oh, still rolling for the summer. I mean, are you kidding, you guys? It's it's awesome. Private, intensive. It's an intensive. And I call it an intensive because it's intense. No, it's super fun, but it's intense. There's no du- there's no doubt about it. I mean, it will get your your shit will be together in a way that you've never even had your shit. My shit is more together than I have ever had my shit together. My Kickstarter campaign for my album. In case you're just joining me, solo album coming out, first album in many years, but also a solo album. I don't think I I think my last solo album was like in the '90s. I'm not even kidding. Very excited. Album's done mixed, but I'm trying to raise some capital money. They call that. Uh, to both finish the mastering of it and also reproduce it uh, at least ch- uh, some of the uh, costs of that and then there's a, a record label anyways but thank you to everybody who's it's coming along there's only like 17 days left of it i'm trying to raise five thousand dollars it's a kickstarter campaign there's like gifts and things with levels it's it's you know it's what it is like i said in the video and there's a link in the show notes but it's it's supporting arts that's all i can tell you i can't justify it on any level other than it's a cool thing i want to do and i could really use your help that's it that's it i'm proud of the record and you'll get to hear it but that's sort of you could do that anyways how's that for a sell the title of this episode is choice cut now you're gonna think is he talking about beef again because i don't no, I'm not. And I don't even know if that's a thing. Is that a thing? I'd say, I would, here's what I would say if I were in a restaurant. I'd be like, that is a choice cut. Or I'd probably go like, dude, that's a choice cut. Like I'd say it like that. If I, depending on how fancy the restaurant was. If it was a sizzler, I wouldn't even say that. One of my favorite songs of all time. This is true. It's not top five. It's top 20. Is a song called See How We Are by the band X. Kind of a semi-punk, LA-based, just great. Met uh, John Doe years ago uh, when I when I was a student at UCLA. He played on campus, and I met him, and it was pretty cool. I didn't really wasn't super familiar with him, so I was like, "Hey, man!" And because I worked at the ra- I was a DJ at the radio station, freshman year UCLA, KLA Radio. Started doing sports. That's how they start you out. I'm the least sports p- like sp- po- like sportscaster I'm the least sporty sports cat. I just we were like and then this team won in a sport that I haven't watched ever but anyways I got my I ended up getting my own show and I played um I called it the objective folk hour which meant whatever I decided was folk was folk so I played everything and it, and it was really great anyways that's how I got introduced to X and the pixies all this kind of cool stuff but the birthday party all oh, it's just great deep cuts of great and this is when we were spinning vinyl And guess what? Full circle, my new album coming out on vinyl and CD probably, but digital download, but vinyl, vinyl, huh? It's not just for car seats anymore. One of the lyrics out of the song, see how we are, is now there are, here we go, quote, now there are seven kinds of Coke, 500 kinds of cigarettes. This freedom of choice in the USA drives everybody crazy. Shall I let that sink in? Seven kinds of Coke, 500 kinds of cigarettes. That, that's, that's sort of less important of the three lines. The t- first two lines are not as important. This this freedom of choice in the USA drives everybody crazy. Now, I'm going worldwide with this. I think we need to acknowledge this probably pretty obvious fact, but maybe people just don't consider it in a way. I think there are some things that are pretty obvious, like how to eat well, but then people don't consider it. But that's... That, 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 that let's i think we should just acknowledge there is way way more choice in the world than is natural and by that i mean we're wandering around the forest or wherever we are living in the wild haven't yet made modern society towns and villages and cities we're wandering around we don't we're not inundated with choice we're not grappling with choice we're not uh, do you go, what do you guys feel like tonight? Which 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 of the thousand restaurants in the single block that we're on? Do you guys feel like going? Oh, I go. Oh, I don't know. Let me get it. Hold on a second. Say, let me take five minutes to get in touch with my feeling part of my body that that pictures a bean burrito with melted cheese on it. And let me picture that. Hold on. It's just sh- 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 I need quiet. This is a meditation of sorts. This is like the unhealthier side of meditation. I'm gonna I'm gonna be present with tasting in my brain what that burrito tastes like and then just ranking it and then nope no that's not it no you know what it is it's barbecue that's what i'm I'm feeling barbecue that whole thing doesn't occur in the wild that doesn't hold do we do you got kind of, you know what do i feel like what kind of exercise do i feel should i do it up i feel, which which workout which of the 1700 guided workouts should i choose today based on a number of data points difficulty and freaking heart rate and you know this is what we're dealing with day to day and i don't think enough attention is devoted to the sheer amount of choice we think that it's automatically a good thing which youtube video should i watch today i read now i also did watch youtube i i am more and more cognizant of the my feeling around when i've surfed youtube versus when I've read a read a book and I by the way I'm reading, I'm reading multiple books so I did switch between two today two books but sometimes three books I'm re- reading four but on any given day I might whatever and it it surfing YouTube is soul draining I'll do it for a little while but my god it I have to stop because it's I feel dirty in a way and that's not because of what I'm watching listen do not judge me you don't even know idea what I'm watching I'm watching puppies so just, just park it i feel dirty like ah like i didn't this is something that is just not good for me like that thing and it's just it feels so draining. meanwhile spend more time reading by far and just feel enlivened and like calm and happy my point is is this whole popcorn brain partitioned you know stick with something for a minute two minutes four minutes maybe and moving on to the next thing it's not a good model it's not a natural model for us it's certainly not what we're wired to do now a lot of my work some of my work is is well all of my work is stress driven some of it is food food related as you know and i have actually told clients try to make your home a more of a choice less environment. And what I mean by that is I'm not trying to take people's choices away. I'm trying to actually make, help people make themselves happier and healthier. And that means less stressed it. Cause that's the equation. It equals that less stress equals happier and healthier. Just it's a, it's Matt. It's like, it's Pythagorean or something that was like, he was like, okay, moving on from triangles, the less choice you have sometimes allows you to exist in a way that is calm and re it's it's re, it's recovery. It's rehabilitative. Is, is that a word rehabilitative? i'll I'll make it up. That's because I have that power in this podcast only. It rehabilitates you. If you have a stressful life and you're da da and you're all and you come home and you don't have to grapple with Ben and Jerry's versus something else and you go, I don't have it in the house. Ugh, ugh, I'll just eat what I got. That stuff adds up over time. This idea that we have to have everything at our disposal at all times, is taking us down it really really is and the fact of the matter is you can you could still with delivery doordash etc you can make your house a choiceless environment but still pick up the phone you have to step into the game and say okay in this context in these areas these uh, i call them locations of control like this is a location of control this is a place where i can sort of manipulate my surroundings and 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 so when i'm here from monday through friday or whatever it works for you i'm gonna have less choice i'm not gonna do doordash i'm just gonna i'm just gonna eat what what's here and i'm gonna stock the food of things that i want to eat now you might say but you don't really want to eat it and i go but really you don't want to eat that stuff maybe you really actually do but when faced with so much choice and and your your decision making goes from your prefrontal cortex to your your gut you know your stomach or your taste buds or whatever and all of a sudden you're just like bing bing bong, bong 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 all the choices and you're just freaking out about it then by the time you sit down you're not in a good place to chew your food are you kidding me one of my favorite things i love is like advice like that chew your food i go oh really like on what planet on what planet? tell me the planet that people chew their food on because i am moving there because it's not earth we don't have the ability to have an environment most of us most of the time to sit down and actually chew our food it's insane i teach cooking classes a lot and one of the things i do in the cooking classes is i have them have the the people i'm teaching taste the individual ingredients so in other words we're making something maybe it's my famous cashew ranch dressing and it is a little bit famous i'm not going to say that it's not because it kind of is And I will make a cashew cream with cashews and water first. Nothing in it. And these aren't roasted. They're not salted. There's there's nothing in it. I blend it until it's creamy. They taste it. I go, okay, give me what you're getting. This is plain cashews and water. And I always say this. I always go, don't tell me it tastes like cashews because i already know that i say that you know i know why because if i forget to say that they go it tastes like cashews and i go that's not funny and i've already heard it 17 times so you can't that doesn't work for me so i go don't don't say it tastes like cashews then they go oh they look defeated because i've just taken that joke out of their brain they take a taste they analyze it i go sit with it for a second sit just, just for five seconds before you Slice, dice, add, combine, and manipulate the shit out of it. Just what are you starting with? And they go, Ooh, it's like creamy and it's, yes, it's nutty, but it's got some sweetness. I like, go, Really? Some sweetness? Interesting. And they kind of get into that whole thing about it. They get to actually take a moment. And I do that because people's ability to sort of get into this place where they can hang with things but they're not so amped up they can you notice more in those kinds of environments where you're not inundated with so much input all the time so much action all the time so much choice all the time so the whole like you know chew your food well it's again the whole look how much take a little informal poll in your own head of how much advice you read on the internet that is quote easier said than done it's like 99%. Well, that's easier. I was reading an article about millennials and like over 50%, over, over half, that's one out of two, I think, in terms of math, describes themselves as being stressed all the time. Not just, ah, I have stressful days, stressed all the time. That's not a, uh, that's not a good thing. Okay, that's not a good now look, is some of that COVID? You bet your ass that's COVID. My God. Side note about COVID, and I know I'm just full tangenting right now, but I swear um I'm like a I'm like a I'm a YouTube page right now. Like I'm a I'm a, I'm a I'm a this is the metaphor. The COVID the whole thing about COVID, the mask thing, this it's not conclusive, but the science that sort of came out about it was that the masks weren't as helpful as we originally thought they were. Okay, fine, yeah, that's okay. I get it. Like, I understand what that means. Uh, we now know more than we did, because when we were faced with the the thing, it's called a pandemic, kind of scary. It was weird. I remember seeing, it was in an airport. I saw a few people with masks. I traveled in February of that year. I did a I did a talk in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I traveled in February. And by March, everything was shut down. I just barely made it, right? And so I remember being in the airport, and a few people with masks. And we had just heard a little bit of the whole thing in China. I was like, ah, eh. And then sure enough, but anyways, neither here nor there. So there was people right away that were like, you should mask up. Like we did that. And then there's other people who were like, don't mask up like at all master stupid. And it was sort of like that. Now that the science come out, I think probably if you really had to look at it, it's more toward the masks weren't as helpful as we thought they were. I think, I don't think they're not helpful at all, but I don't think there was nearly as, and certainly not outside, but here's the, here's the sort of thing. And I swear to you, I'm getting back to the choice thing. Like I promise, but here's the thing that I want everybody to understand because there's certain people I've heard to go see, see. It's like, no, 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 you don't, it, looks like you won an argument but you didn't win an argument here was one side of the argument one side of the argument was scientists they were making an educated guess and two were playing it safe we were faced with something that was nutty nut nut nobody really in any of our lifetimes had experienced it at all including the scientists who were having to all of a sudden jump to and make these kinds of decisions and they were saying listen this let's just remember how crazy it was i remember like picking up the mail in the beginning for the resort and having to like wear gloves and sanitize the gloves and you know look, that's all unnecessary now, but we didn't know what it was sitting on and how long it it stayed on uh, objects. We didn't know any of that stuff. So we played it safe. That's called a responsible, intelligent way to behave in the face of something that you don't, there's a lot of unknowns and variables that, that you just, it's going to be a little while before we find those things out. The other side of that was people who said, I don't have to wear a mask because I You don't, can't tell me what to, they didn't win the other side. They didn't present evidence that says, well, okay, there's evidence one. Their science, their facts were more sound. They were on a macho, weird insecurity. This is a statement about my, I don't even know what that, that whole neurosis, like deal with that with your therapist, but that had no place in the marketplace at all. So there was one side and yes, some of the signs didn't get it right. But if I were to go back right now to that same place, knowing what I know now, I'd still go, all right, tell me what to do. You guys know better than I do. I just, whatever, we'll get through this and maybe you guys are wrong, but what does it really cost? I wear a mask for a little while. I mean, my God, side note. Okay. So I just, I'm just kind of like, yeah, back to the choices. Anyways, my point is, is that there is, if you have it sort of a too loose approach to your life. That's vague. I know. And how do you not get that? That's up to you. But if you feel like you're a little floaty, if you feel like you're too much of your mental state is taken up by the reality of choosing, meaning what am I going to do today? What am I going to watch today? What am I going to do on Facebook today? What am I going to eat today? How am I going to exercise today? Who am I, I mean, And you're sort of inundated in that level. There's a good chance that your overall baseline level of stress is creeping up or there slightly too high above which it will take all of about five seconds to pop you into overwhelm. So the sort of meta meta yeah meta meditation trademark i just coined that meta meditation of this is that you look at your overall life and you sort of take some areas that you are your room your house your kitchen and make a conscious effort to de-choice it a little bit to sort of take away if you have a problem like i do with numino oreo Uh, numino's oreo kinds of things like that's a thing i have i don't put those in my house you want to know why i don't got the time i got stuff to do that's more important to me is that restriction nope because it allows me to not have to grapple with that choice and expend any any ounce of energy to deal with that thing on a freaking tuesday if it's a saturday and i'm sort of like loosey-goosey whatever and twiddling my thumbs i'll have a numino maybe i don't know in my day-to-day when I'm sort of focused on the things I want to get done, want to, meta want to, not what I feel like doing in the moment, what I want out of my life, the big questions of the book I want to write and the race that I direct and you know the, the songs I'm writing, like I'm still writing songs. Like Those are the things that are of utmost importance to me. And this isn't even talking about family, spending time with family. Having areas that are of a little less choice such that it would have to be a real effort for you to sort of get the thing that you might feel like having if it's not in your house in the first place there's probably going to be a second or two that pops you into awareness enough to say "Ah, crap i don't really want that thing but if you go feeling like ben and jerry's bad day at work dairy casomorphin opiate need it and it's in your freezer you can't you're It's going to be a rough one. I'm just telling you, buckle in because you're going to, that's going to be a thing that you're going to wake up a pint down and realize what the hell, just what, what happened? What just happened? What just happened is is the question you're going to ask yourself. So my advice is where you can and when you can actually minimize choice. Just because we have choices about everything isn't automatically a good thing. That's not a good thing. Automatically, it's great to have choice and it's great to have freedom, but there's also a freedom not to choose. There's a freedom to create parts in your life that are not going to put you into a state of overwhelm just by the mere you walk in into a freaking room.
1: Caught up with me A sliced of memory Words were all common dear And in a the fountain they wrote All I could see Is a childlike offering Caught up with me Faulted and withering, bound by nothing at all. It chose its time to be seen, and it was all I could see. up with me but this time I watched it back because if the day goes downhill so it goes down so it goes down how many days will come? How many days will come? How many days will come? That will come creeping quiet.